gentlemen, welcome back to Unqualified. I'm so hyped right now. LeBron and the Lakers just won the 2020 NBA championship against the Miami Heat. I'm so happy. LeBron is now four and six in the NBA Finals. I don't want to hear no more LeBron slander ever in my get in my entire life again. I'm so done with it. He went out west to make movies. The East was too easy. The West is, has much better competition. He turns everybody he plays with into spot-up shooters. I don't want to hear none of that anymore. Absolutely none of it. He crushed it. Finals MVP. Super deserving. We'll get to the Michael Jordan argument in a second for GOAT. But I'm not done with the Lakers. First of all, let's talk about Game 5 real quick. Danny Green needs to be let go immediately and we need to find another guard because I'm tired of the inconsistency he's awful he been he's been awful all playoffs the Lakers have been awful all playoffs anyway uh, and in the bubble for three-point shooting they're like 27 percent it's it's insane but on the flip side Danny Green Decent night in game six, half decent night. KCP, the unsung hero, and Rondo tonight too. Unsung heroes of tonight. Uh, played their roles very well. LeBron, of course, I think it was a 30 point, maybe ended with 28 or 30 point triple double. Uh, just classic LeBron move. Carrying his teams to the to the finals and to the championship. I'm so hyped. I'm so ridiculously hyped. The Heat, very so what's gonna happen though? Let's talk about this real quick. What's gonna happen though? LeBron can't win no matter what. I'm going to be everywhere in this, but that's high. LeBron cannot win no matter what. So, start of the series, it's all right. All right. If the Lakers sweep, then the Heat were too easy. They, the East was way too easy, even though they beat Giannis and the Bucks, who were the number one seed in the East, even though they beat the Celtics with Tatum, Kemba, Gordon. They had a ton of depth into there. And on paper, the Celtics really were the better team. Uh, so, it's either a cakewalk for LeBron or LeBron struggles and Heat make it a series, which is half of what they did. I think we got the best of both worlds, quite honestly, but I'll get to that in a second. Or LeBron struggles in the final series and the Heat uh, actually come out on top somehow in, in this amazing you know, upset. So with a 4-2 to two win, though, LeBron makes a statement that, hey, you know, hey, the Lakers were the better team, which is factually true. We just game five our freaking role players or bums, and then uh, with also with four and two, you get okay. So the Heat were contenders, um, but they just weren't the better team. So I think we we really got as a, as a LeBron fan and as a bronze sexual and acclaimed bronze sexual, uh, we really got the best of both worlds as far as the goat argument, as far as Lakers winning the championship. Um, either way, he's still going to get a ton of slander. Skip Bayless, I've I've already like blocked him or muted him on my Twitter timeline for tonight. Uh, because he's literally just insane. He plays a total character. Um, but I want to talk about the Clippers real quick. The Everybody, everybody and their mom who hates LeBron is going to talk about how the Clippers, oh, the Lakers didn't have to face any real competition. They faced the Blazers, then the, or the, yeah, the Blazers and the Rockets. Uh, Blazers were trashed. All they had was Dame. The Rockets, they had a good Harden, but Worcester Westbrook always chokes, and they played the small ball. Uh, so, you know, they really didn't have any competition there. Then they played the Nuggets, who, uh, you know, just came back from... The, the Lakers had, like, rested, like, six days. I think six... Yeah, I think six days. Uh, and the Nuggets just came off, uh, you know, a Game 7 win uh, from the Clippers. So, the, really, the Lakers had no competition. No. BS. I'm calling... T- 
total BS. One, let's start with the Trailblazers. Trailblazers, solid season. Dame in a couple games in that series went off. I mean, walking bucket. He was insane. Uh, decent series. That was. I mean, we won all our series four one. So say what you want to say about it, but uh, I thought we did pretty good in there, especially with um, shooting. We got a couple of Rondo really showed out. Dwight really kind of made his case for uh, for playoffs and stuff like that. Um, next series, the Rockets. I mean, AD went off in this series. They played small ball, so it wasn't it wasn't really like they had any competition to defend AD. Um, so really, I can see some merit there. However, you have a James Harden who has a reputation of constantly choking in the playoffs. Um, so does Russell Westbrook, to be honest, really. Uh, but two athletic freaks of nature basketball player um, that really could have made the series interesting, uh, but just, I mean, it was fine. It was, it was, a, it was a decent series. Um, definitely, again, definitely not a, a bad team, but it definitely wasn't, you know, the Clippers. Let's get to the Clippers real quick, or the Nuggets anyway. So, Nuggets came back from a 3-1 to one deficit, okay? I don't want to hear nothing about how the Lakers didn't have to face the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Playoff, Paul George, absolute dog crap. Absolute dog crap. He was trash. We would have beaten them anyway. Regardless of that, the Nuggets were the better team. What are you telling me? The whole point of the NBA playoffs is so that the, you know, the... The best of seven series determines who really is the better team in that series. Instead of a one-off game like a tournament is, like the NCAA tournament or uh, NFL playoffs, whatever. You know, it's not a one-off game. It's literally just the best of seven series. That determines who the better team is over a longer period of time. And if you're going to sit there and tell me to my face that the Clippers were the better team than the Nuggets and they lost in game seven... To a, I mean, a great Jamal Murray and a decent, I mean, and a great Jokic too. But you know, whatever, Jokic's just a fat kid playing on the court, really. But it's insane. You can't do that, bro. The Nuggets were clearly the better team, three to one, and you come back and win in Game Seven. You cannot tell me you're not the better team. It's what happened in 2016 with the Warriors and the Cavs. It's what happened just then with uh, the Clippers and the Nuggets. I don't want to hear nothing about how the Clippers were the better team. Kawhi choked hard. Kawhi does not have the, uh, maybe not the leadership qualities, but definitely not the athleticism, the, the skill, the IQ that LeBron does and that he carries a team, uh, passed into the postseason. Uh, you know, LeBron's got this amazing, amazing quality about him as a player where he can take any team, make them championship caliber, headed to the heat. He had his Heat big three, of course. Made a big difference. Championship caliber team. As soon as he leaves the Heat, Heat, I don't know, they make the playoffs the next year, but not a far run. Makes the Cavs, as soon as he joins the Cavs again in uh, 20, what was that, 2013, 2014, 2015. It had to be 2015. Uh, as soon as he joins the Cavs again in 2015, makes them a championship caliber team. As soon as he leaves the Cavs to go to LA, makes LA a championship caliber team. Uh, despite, I mean, he had his groin injury last year, so they missed the playoffs. But makes them a championship caliber team, and the Cavs go back to being absolute crap. Listen, the point is, Kawhi also never needs to be stated in a same sentence with LeBron James ever again. It's so annoying. Kawhi was getting these accolades for, yo, he's the next Jordan. He's, for whatever reason, I have no idea. They wanted this quiet, class act, good guy, 
you know, funny laugh, whatever. They wanted this character to be the next Michael Jordan, and it's infuriating. I have zero idea why Kawhi was in any of those arguments, any of those debates. I was hearing it on Undisputed. I was hearing it on First Take. ESPN had it all over. It was just stupid. It was so stupid. Kawhi makes good teams great. So what happened when he joined the Spurs? Uh, initially, you had Tim Duncan. You still had Ginobili. You still had a ton of great players who are veterans with a rookie Kawhi come in and make that team, which is good, great. He also, or really what makes him, you know, he just, he was another piece on that team that made a good team good. Same thing with happened with the Raptors. The Raptors had a solid basis of a team and then won the, you know, they won the championship last year. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Um, the Raptors had a really good basis of a team. Kawhi makes that good team great. Same thing with the Clippers. Clippers really do have a basis of a good team besides whatever the heck Paul George was on in the bubble. Uh, but they have a basis of a great team or a good team, and Kawhi just makes them great. But Kawhi does not have that leadership ability to carry teams in the playoffs. And I think it showed in the Nuggets and Clippers series. With that being said, the Nuggets were clearly the better team. And it's it it's so stupid. I see all over NBA Twitter. I see all over Undisputed. Skip specifically, bro. He's always talking about how the real king of it. Oh, my gosh. Yo, when, I, when they lost in Game 7 to the Nuggets, I had a field day on Twitter. I had so many people unfollow me. It was amazing. I had a field day because the real king of LA, as Skip had been saying all year, was Kawhi and how he was going to lead this team to the Western Conference Finals and beat LeBron and the Lakers. Oh, it was it was so sad. It was so satisfying to see them lose. It was so satisfying to see them lose. So my point is LeBron faces a great Nuggets team. Uh, LeBron and AD face a great Nuggets team with with Jamal Murray, Jokic, great role players on their team. Uh, our and we, I think we really won that series with the, and this is the Lakers season in general this past year. But we really won that series off our off our teammates. I mean, LeBron and AD had consistent games, um, but it was really what makes or breaks the Lakers right now is the inconsistency with their role players. So Dwight Howard, Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, KCP. People not showing up and playing. Caruso, too. People not showing up and playing their roles. So that's what the problem was you had in game five. LeBron had 40. It was like 40, 13, and 8. I think he went for 40 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. 80 had like 28, 14, and 5 or something like something ridiculous. But all of our other players, KCP had 16 points. All of our other players didn't do anything. The worst part was that all had roughly the same amount of minutes. LeBron and AD, of course, had a couple more than the rest. But all of our role players roughly had the same amount of minutes and scored absolute nothing. So what that tells me, and the game was close, game five of the finals with the Heat. So what that tells me is, yo, if Dwight Howard would have had an extra five, six points, because he had like two, maybe, did he have any? I think he had like two. Uh, if they had an extra five or six points, we would have won that game. So the Lakers, especially growing into next year, we have an inconsistency with our role players. I hope we can pick up either a, a great point guard or a great shooting guard in the offseason. I would. I am not going to be mad. Sorry, I'm driving home. I hit a bump. Um, I am not going to be mad if we get rid of Danny Green. I am not even kidding. The man The man is so inconsistency. And maybe, call it a bubble thing, maybe it's a fluke incident, but he's, he's just a mediocre shooting guard. Um, you know, he occasionally makes his threes. KCP really went off tonight, and Rondo really went off tonight, too. Um, 
But when he makes the stuff, great. But we're paying so much money for that guy to just to miss a shot like that at the very end of the game. Oh, it sucks. And then, okay, let's talk about the last play of the game real quick, of game five. I'm losing my voice. Game five, uh, let's set the stage. All right, so game five, the Heat are, I think the Heat are up by one. It's like 109 to 108 with 20 seconds left on the play clock. It's an inbounds pass for the Lakers. LeBron gets the inbounds pass. One. So the first thing that happens is Danny Green comes, sets the pick and roll. LeBron uh, goes on the weak side, uh, gets triple teamed, you know, passes it out, kicks it back to Danny Green, who's at the top of the arc, shoots, misses. Markeith Morris picks it up, uh, doesn't see LeBron wide open on the right-hand side of the arc, and kind of overshoots AD. Game's over. He win. Game five. Okay. couple of issues here. One, why is Frank Vogel calling a inbound play for Danny Green to set the pick and roll. Of all people, Danny Green is setting the pick and roll. No, 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 no. First of all, terrible play call. I, I mean, Frank Vogel has done a great job this season with the Lakers, but terrible play call. What are you doing? Throw everybody in, every, I'm not even kidding, throw everybody in the corner, go LeBron, Jimmy Butler, one-on-one. He drives, either A, makes the layup to go up one, B, makes the layup, gets the and one, makes the layup and fouls, or C, gets the foul and is able, old LeBron is almost always one for two. So either he'll tie the game or they'll be up by one with two free throws. So either, whatever happens in the outcome of that play call, LeBron is, a ho- I mean, LeBron's a go. He's getting a bucket somehow. Okay, so terrible play call initially. Secondly, LeBron can't win. So in the scenario which happened, which Danny Green sets the screen, uh, LeBron goes to the weak side of the pick and roll, and he gets triple teamed, right? He passes it out to Danny Green, which is the smart basketball IQ play. I mean, like, that is what he should have done, and he did it correctly. The problem is he can't win in this scenario. So you have some people in the scenario that, that ended up happening is, oh, LeBron's a coward. He should have taken the shot, even if he was triple teamed. And they post that picture with Kobe, where Kobe's got like four guys on him and he's still taking the shot no matter what. First of all, Kobe misses in that photo. Stop stop throwing that around like it's some big thing. He literally missed the shot. Second of all, no, LeBron made the right basketball IQ play. IQ play. So a couple scenarios. So LeBron kicks it out and Danny Green makes the shot. Then, oh my gosh, LeBron is bailed out by Danny Green. He gets bailed out by another teammate again in the finals. Lakers win the championship, right? But LeBron's legacy, again, somehow, not somehow, but it's definitely slandered by that bailout, end quotes, bailout. Or LeBron gets triple teamed, takes the shot, and everybody slanders and misses, okay? So say he misses, oh, he's not clutch, doesn't have the clutch gene, doesn't have the killer instinct in him, doesn't have the mama mentality, all that junk that's everybody slanders him for it's just totally untrue all of that stuff comes up and it's like well if you if he would have passed out to Danny Green Danny Green would have made that shot so he gets slandered for that or he gets triple teamed shoots the triple team and makes it somehow they'll still end up slandering him anyway oh you know that was a really dumb decision even though he made it it was a really dumb decision because he was triple teamed he should have kicked it out to Danny Green or KCP or, or AD somebody else it's just it's insane how much criticism I argue the greatest basketball player of all time is. There is a case for Michael Jordan, do not get me wrong, because I think Michael Jordan is a very close second greatest player of all time. But I just think LeBron tops him, and specifically in the scenarios where context matters in these finals. 
cut. Let's get to the Michael Jordan argument real quick because now it's what's going to happen. LeBron is now four and six in the finals. Michael Jordan, obviously, for those who don't know, six and zero. Oh. Um, but what matters is the context surrounding those finals. First of all, LeBron's been at ten finals. He, to me, what makes him so great for people who don't understand um, why I like him so much is what makes him so great is for all seventeen years of basketball that he's been playing. He's 35 years old. For all 17 years, didn't go to college, uh, didn't have to deal with the NCAA. All 17 years, he's been dominant, absolutely dominant. He's been an MVP contention almost every year since then. Uh, He's just a dominant player, and he's never been washed. Not once has he been a, quote, washed player. The man is still in contention for MVP. He's 35 and in his 17th season. It's insane. So... You topple that surrounding the... Michael Jordan didn't really start winning championships until later on in his career, about halfway through his career. So the thing with that is you have to take into into consideration the context of those finals. Okay, so LeBron takes... What is it, 2007? LeBron takes a really crappy Cavs team with... What is Zondreas Ilgauskas as their center. Uh, who is that? Literally my point. And... Uh, Mo Williams, Gottlieb, dude. The, the 2007 Cavs team is was so, so bad. Carries the 2007 Cavs team to the finals and loses. All right, down 0-1. Uh, eventually gets fed up with the Cavs organization. Says, hey, man, like, I'm good enough. I need to start winning championships. The front office is not helping me, which is fine. I think that's fair. Uh, leaves the Heat at the time, clearly, because I'm, I'm from Cleveland. Big Cavs fan at the time. Still a big cap sign now, but more of a LeBron fan for sure. At the time, LeBron leaves, uh, you know, becomes kind of the villain of the NBA. And I think that's kind of where the narrative shifted. Um, you know, leaves, joins the big three in Miami. Uh, not one, not two, not three, not four, whatever. Kind of gets ahead of himself there a little bit. Um, loses to the Spurs, right? Is that the first season? Loses to the Spurs. Um, or no, 2011, sorry. So 2011 loses... Uh, to the Mavs. He was there for how many years? So 2010, 2011, 2013, and 2014. That was four years, right? I don't remember. Um, okay, so 2011 loses to the Mavericks, which that's an argument in and of itself and a whole podcast in and of itself. Matt and TLDR, my thinking and my scenario, Mavs, very underrated team of the Western Conference Finals. They just beat uh, Kobe and and this all-star Lakers team in the Western Conference Finals, the series before, um, and kind of smacked them too. It, it wasn't, it's just, the problem is people don't take into context those teams. They just look at the numbers. So, Mavs team, severely underrated. LeBron uh, loses and, I mean, has some faults in his play. There was, he did not play his best, clearly. Um, next thing that happens, 2012, Miami Heat, play the I'm sorry they played uh, the Thunder in 2012 had a fact check myself real quick almost lost my train of thought uh, played the Thunder in 2012 won played the Spurs in 2013 won and then lost to the Spurs in 2014 uh, Thunder Thunder were a great team then and I think that's a really missed opportunity franchise right there uh, but 2013-2014 franchise Spurs incredible team Greg Popovich incredible just Pop is incredible um, leaves goes to the Cavs Cavs, that is that's a documentary in and of itself. When he goes back to the Cavs, it's in that's so 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 crazy how the Cavs can literally go 
from the worst team in the NBA in 2014 to NBA Finals appearance in 2015 because LeBron, Kyrie, and Love. 2014, we faced the Warriors in the West. And sorry, in the NBA Finals, setup's pretty good. Um, you know, the Warriors are the Warriors. They were a fantastic. I mean, they're, clearly they're a fantastic franchise. Um, Steph, Clay, just monsters, monsters. Iggy at the time, which, <laughs> yo, Steph NBA Finals MVPs, zilch. Um, you know, LeBron averaged a thirty point, thirty plus point triple double that series, uh, and his teammates didn't really help him out. Kevin Love kind of choked a little bit. Kyrie played his role well, but Kyrie's not a, at the time anyway. LeBron was less of a facilitator, and Kyrie was filled more of that role, and so. Uh, Kyrie scored, obviously. He mean he played great, but it was just the we had Tristan Thompson, we had James Jones, Channing Frye, Richard Jefferson, uh, you know Matthew Della Vadova. We had guys who just not good role players. He didn't have the help he needed to beat a, a level of team like the Warriors in 2015, 2016. One of the best years of my entire life. Um, you know, Cavs meet the Warriors. Warriors go up 3-1. All hope seems to be lost. Somehow, some way, LeBron and Kyrie take the Cavs. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. LeBron and Kyrie take the Cavs, carry them to an NBA championship, gets the win for Cleveland. All is right in the world. It was it was the best feeling in the entire world. Uh, finally, LeBron goes at that time. So he's won three he's won three championships then three right yeah he had to have because this was his fourth so yeah so he's won three championships at that point um so he's three and six no he can't be three and six he must have been three and four golly that sucks Seven, yeah, yeah. So three and four. So he's three and four at the time. Holy cow! Twenty seventeen comes along. Draymond Green pulls out his phone, dials it real quick. Dun 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 dun. Hey, Katie. Uh, I'm in the parking lot of the Hamptons. Uh, we can't beat LeBron James. We really, really need us. We really need you to make this a super team, even further than what it already is, and you know, basically ruin the NBA. Um, so that's when it happens. 2017, KD comes along, kind of ruins the NBA. Warriors take over. Um, nothing really LeBron can do there. He's He can't have bum teammates like he has at, at the Cavs at the time and beat, one, a Warriors team in general, but also a Warriors team and KD. 2018 comes along. Kyrie Irving leaves. He's literally just got Kevin Love at this point. LeBron's struggling. They sweep in 2018 4-0 in the NBA Finals against the Warriors again. Um, it's just, it's not fun. He had no help. It's, what do, what do you expect from a guy? He, he also, that series, put up like a 35-plus point triple-double uh, all playoffs for that too. It was just the the amount of ignorance that people show when they go, hey, MJ 6-0, their only argument for the GOAT is, hey, MJ 6-0, LeBron, well, now four and six, but uh, at the time, three and six. It's just insane. Finally, LeBron leaves, goes to LA, kind of leaves Cleveland on a happy note. Everybody's, you know, satisfied. They understand that we got the championship that he that he had promised. Um, so leaves to go to LA, gets slandered for that. Like I said at the beginning, turns people into spot up shooters, 
<coughs> excuse me, only goes to or went to LA to shoot movies. Um, he, you know, all the slander when he was in the East was all oh, the East is so easy. They'll never have any competition. Uh, he'll never have any competition. The West is so much harder. Um, so gets hurt halfway through the season last year. And uh, Lakers missed the playoffs. He had a groin injury, right? So nothing. And their front office was not doing good. They had this super young team. Um, really no help for LeBron that year anyways. Um, but got that groin injury. Kind of threw him out of the playoffs anyway. So they regroup. LeBron, best friends with AD. AD's trying to get out of New Orleans and win a championship because he's that good. And uh, they find the perfect match, LeBron and AD. So that happens. Uh, it's incredible all season long. Our front office, Lakers front office, really made some good decisions. I talked about this to somebody else the other day, but uh, Lakers front say what you will about, and I and I will give, and I do give my criticism about KD, about Rondo, about Dwight, about KCP, about JaVel McGee, uh, about I mean Caruso too. Even though I love Caruso and he's a total meme, uh, and I'll give my criticism about those guys. But say what you will, they're a decent starting place for where the Lakers need to be in order to become this this good franchise team for the next several years. So, uh, Lakers front office did a, did a pretty decent job of, of putting together a team for LeBron to win a championship. First of all, that is what you do. Side tangent, just real quick. People who go and say, well, teams shouldn't have to build uh, an entire team around a singular player. Are, are you kidding me, dog? Are you actually kidding me right now? It's LeBron James. Yes, obviously, if you have LeBron James on your team, you want to build a team around LeBron James. What do you expect is going to happen? If you had Kobe on your team, you do the, if you had MJ on your team, you do the exact same. And that's what happened. The Bulls surrounded MJ with players that MJ knew, or the players that they, he knew would work well around MJ. Uh, and MJ influence too. LeBron's in the same thing. LeBron's had influence around the players, but LeBron is not a CEO. He is not the Lakers front office. He ultimately doesn't have any decisions. He's got, hey, AD is a really good player, and I'm sure LeBron's got the numbers figured out by now. Here's how much salary cap space we have. Here's how much we could pay him. He would be a great pickup to win championships and start a franchise with, right? So, just don't act like LeBron is the CEO of the Lakers and he and the own, the owner, the GM, whatever, and he starts making all these puzzle pieces fall into place. Oh, you really do you actually think that LeBron wanted to keep Kuzma in that Pelicans trade for AD? No. Like I'm sure he would have thrown Kuzma in there too if we could have gotten a better pick. Danny Green, you really think we want he wanted Danny Green? You really think he wanted at the time in the regular season a washed Excuse me, Dwight Howard. No, no, nobody wants to. The Cavs. You you want to bring the argument back to the Cavs in 2018, 2015 through 2018? You kidding me? You really think you want to Tristan Thompson, uh, Channing Frye, Richard Jefferson? No! no J.R. Smith, who's you know can be hot occasionally, but very inconsistent. Literally, no. Kevin Love at the time, great on the Timberwolves in 2015, but when he joined the Cavs, kind of washed. He was the star player on the Timberwolves, and so that looks really good when you're on a team that doesn't really have any all-star players, but you come to a Cavs organization where you have Kyrie and LeBron already, you're the third te- You're the third option. It's just, no, LeBron does not play CEO, so stop pretending 
that that is an argument for the case of, well, LeBron built his team around him. He did it all, so all the blame should go on him. Well, no. No, absolutely not. LeBron plays the game of basketball exceptionally well. LeBron's, you need teams to win championships. That's how it goes. So, anyway, Lakers uh, setting up. I'm kind of wrapping up now. Lakers set it up to where, uh, you know, front office did well this year. We're number one seed in the West. The Clippers are our big. Uh, big part of that, too, was actually the rest of the league, too, kind of spreading out. Uh, you know, Kawhi and Paul George going for the Clippers. Uh, KD and Kyrie going to the Nets. Uh, Jimmy Butler, obviously, to the Heat. Uh, who else? The Celtics, Tatum and Kemba. Uh, you had uh, the Rockets, Harden and Russell Westbrook. You know, we had a, the at the start of the season with all the talk about the duos. You know, oh, each team's got a, not every team, but well, Jamal Murray and Joke, you know, Jokic. Each team got it has its own duo, which duo will be out, you know, come out on top, basically, and that was kind of the anticipation of the season, um, which is great, you know, and, and I truly do believe that it was what was best for the league in general. I think it helped out tremendously. The super team stuff, uh, I honestly hope it kind of starts to go away uh, because it makes the league more fun. It's when stuff is unpredictable and you don't know which team, you know, in the past, when 2015 to 2018, it was literally... Cavs Warriors every single year for four years. You just knew what was going to happen, and uh, while it was fun to watch as a as a Cavs and a LeBron fan, it it was also well, it was also painful to watch because the Warriors team was outrageously ridiculous. Um, you know, it was just like kind of boring, kind of bland after a while. So now that the NBA is kind of unpredictable again, oh Giannis too, can't forget about Giannis, obviously, Giannis and the Bucks. Um, you know, now that that the that the NBA has kind of spread out a little bit more as far as all stars at you know several different teams. I think it helps the league out tremendously. So that being said, you know Lakers were not apparent favorites like Warriors had been in the past several years, or, or the Heat were. You know when when they were uh, playing together with the big three. You know it was more like okay, you have the clip. Anybody could take this championship: the Clippers, the Lakers, the Bucks, the Heat, the Celtics. Um, you know, it was anybody's game. The Rockets, the Blazers, the Nuggets. You, the uh, well, the Grizzlies were there towards the end of the regular season, but um, it was just a crazy, crazy matchup. Uh, and so it was fun. It was fun to watch the NBA. Uh, and then the bubble. You know, COVID hits. The bubble comes along. Thank goodness. I'd rather have that than nothing. Um, clearly not the same. Uh, this finals. I don't. I have a hard time saying this finals would have gone different if the and if the fans if they were in arenas and like it was the actual finals. Um, I don't know if it would gone different, but it definitely would have made an impact on the games somehow. Um, you know, atmosphere is, is huge, and so when you have a you know an arena full of people screaming at the top of their lungs because you just hit a three. You know, that either that fuels you or it decimates you mentally if you're the opposing team, that kind of thing. Um, so whatever. But on the plus side, bubble shooting really did increase uh, or bubble play and playmaking in general really did increase shooting percentages. Um, really kind of showed players. I think players are more relaxed. So the pressure buildup wasn't there. So it made for some great basketball um, as a TV watcher. But again, the, the atmosphere is worth the pressure. Uh, of of just the matchup of the games. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with this now. To finish it up, I don't think the Lakers uh, deserve... I don't think LeBron deserves all the slander. You, you, if you watch the post inter, uh, post-game interview, you know LeBron says he wants some of his dang respect. Um, 
which I wholly agree with. He, for being a top two, so even if you're not a LeBron, like LeBron's the GOAT, you still think, hey, Michael Jordan's the GOAT, LeBron is second. Um, that's that, I think that's fine. I think it's a very, very valid argument you could have. I am not in that boat, but I understand why people uh, set it up the way that it is like that. Even if that's the case, LeBron is still the most criticized player on the planet because, and that's it. Just it's a testament to his greatness. I mean, somebody that's criticized over and over again just because he's the greatest of all time. It's it's insane. Uh, I don't remember to open this. I'm so happy he's four and six. I think it further solidifies his case for goat for me personally, and I think it furthers. Uh, for people who are doubters, maybe, and uh, it furthers the case that he is the goat um, in the debate. Anyway, um, someday again, man, LeBron's thirty-five. It's his seventeenth season. Someday he'll have to retire, um, and I will be so sad. The league will not be the same. I can't say it'll be boring um, because I'll I still love the NBA and I still watch basketball. Um, but it'll, it'll definitely not be the same. LeBron brings this element of, to the game like no other player. And, uh, so, but hopefully by then there's another one up and coming. Everyone said Zion at the beginning of the season, which I think is kind of bogus right now. Only time will tell really. Um, but if you're a LeBron is the goat stand like I am, excuse me, uh, then you always have to be on the lookout of like, okay, so who's the next best player? Like for me, it's like, like the game and people evolve. And so the the game style and play from the 1980s and 90s is not the same game style and play in the 2010s and 20s right now. And if that's the case, then it's not going to be the same in the 2030s and 40s or 40s and 50s, whatever. Uh, and so the next best player will come along. Someone will eventually supersede uh, Michael Jordan. And, you know, for me, LeBron superseded Jordan. Somebody will come along and supersede LeBron. And uh, that's cool, and that's something you have to live with. Um, But as the game evolves and grows, uh, I just think it's fun to see LeBron take on such a mantle. He's never had any scandals. He's such a class act. He does a lot for the community. Uh, In Akron, he does a lot for, you know, his community in L.A. He's a great family guy. Uh, You know, there's also a lot of off-court things that make me go, hey, man, Michael Jordan had a gambling addiction, punched his teammates in the face. Can't really say I'm a big fan, honestly. Um... But it is what it is. I think LeBron's to go. I'm so happy for the Lakers. Uh, that was such fun basketball to watch. I'm glad that we got it. Uh, people are going to say that it was either a cakewalk or there's a big asterisk next to this championship, which is what it is. I mean, every team played. I mean, every team had the same opportunity to win the championship as the Lakers did. So uh, anyway, that's it. That's all for now. That was kind of my rant. I needed to get it all off my chest. I think that was it. Uh, if there's any more LeBron slander, do not at me. I'm so tired of it. Uh, I will be on Twitter. Follow me at the Noah Ashton. Uh, or you might want not want to follow me. If you're not a LeBron fan, don't follow me at all. Uh, that's been all for now. I'll probably post, uh, on this podcast again sometime soon. I kind of miss doing it, uh, ranting for a while. Clearly I haven't talked like this long in forever because my voice is gone. Uh, but I can't wait to do it next time. Maybe I'll bring on somebody else, talk about basketball, talk about football. Uh, college football, you know, starting back up again. My Buckeyes start October 24th. I'm super excited about that. I don't really care about the NFL a ton. Uh, but, hey, the next NBA season's got to start soon. So that'll be fun to watch. Uh, see if LeBron and AD can go for back-to-back championships. So 
That's all for now. Peace. Y'all have a great day.